the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. Friday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Darren and Justin here with you. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Yes, sir. What a day. Lots to get into. Oh, boy, is there. Alabama, first game on the Friday session has opened up a can of whoop. Mm-hmm. Just a big old can of whoop on Mississippi State as that game has gone to final. It's done. Just now. 72-49. Mm. The number one seed. By 23. Mississippi State. Mississippi State was never really in it. Man, that was all Bama. They stayed at the hotel overnight. <laughs> Decided not to. You so know. much for that rust, right? Yeah. Sitting for two days. That double buy. Yeah. Looked pretty fresh to me. Look, look pretty sharp. So, uh, you know who's next, right? I. What do you mean? Hold on. You there's mean a, the next there's a game? game. Yeah, there's yes, another yeah. game. I, I thought you meant for Alabama. No. Uh, yeah, the next game, Missouri taking yeah, on Tennessee. Missouri. Oh, Missouri and Tennessee. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. That the, is true. One of the uh, seven states Tennessee shares a, a state line with. So, yes. Congratulations to Vanderbilt, Jerry Stackhouse. They got it done last night beating yes. LSU. I was a little concerned about that line. Yeah. It's like, ah, seems a little bit low. They made it. They did it. Now they face Kentucky tonight. Good job by them taking care of their business. They, 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 needed to, they were supposed to win that game last night, and they did. And, and listen— Vanderbilt sometimes has a history, and Darren, you know this like I do, as a program sometimes, as a university in football and in basketball at times, they lose games they're supposed to win. And last night they were supposed to win that game, and they did. So good for them. Yep, nine out of ten they have won. And, um, man, it's going to be really interesting. I, I think when you look 12 wins now in the conference 19 wins. 19-13. On the season. It's good. Man. And then that's, that's. It's, I, I'm still, and I know a lot of Andy fans are uh, still perplexed by their their low net ranking, which is in the low 80s. Wow. And I know a lot of Andy fans have been pretty loud and vocal about that. They don't understand why. I think it's like at 82, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I saw an example yesterday where. I think it was Grand Canyon with their win or something like that. And man. they moved up like eight spots Grand in their net. Canyon. And Vanderbilt didn't move well. with their win. And I, you know, that's what I've been saying. Like the LSU game means nothing, unfortunately. Only if they lose it. Right. Yeah. Right. There's only one thing you can do, and yeah. that's win and take care of business. So that boy, it's going to be. Should be an incredible atmosphere tonight. Oh, and it's Big Blue be, is here, okay? It's going to be an incredible atmosphere for Tennessee and Missouri. Yeah. 
But yeah, it is today is this is when things get really ramped up. Big Blue is loud and proud. Are they in town? Downtown. They're oh, in town? Oh yeah. Okay. They're just about you, everywhere. You've seen some folks in Kentucky Blue. All over the place. Really? Okay. Without question. Huh. They are here. Wow. Okay. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Listen, the only way they weren't going to make it is if I-65 was, <laughs> was shut down. And they would have hopped on 31 and been just fine. They would have rode that puppy all the way down here. Speaking of Bridgestone Arena, let's head over there. Our man Vince Ferrara, 99-1, the sports animal, is setting up shop for Tennessee's game against Missouri, which is next up, game two on the Friday session. Vinny, how we doing? Man, good. What a what a circus. We're I was trying to get out from the media rows on the floor level of Bridgestone and uh they they only make it go out into one tunnel and then that happens to be the tunnel where Alabama's going out of mm-hmm. and Missouri's coming in of. We had a log jam of media waiting and it was right by the band, so sorry. Kind of nuts trying to get out of there. But uh, I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about blue. I haven't really seen any yeah, blue heard any, like yeah. blue chairs. Like well, blue tents, but I don't really see any. Their game's not until tonight, but so they're, I'm they're sure. outside right now, Vince. Right now, they are, um, <laughs> they're they're probably filling their body up with some food <laughs> and maybe some liquid. Yeah. I'm just saying. Possibly. Uh, I, no, I'm I'm kidding. Like, they were there when <laughs> I got here this morning. Before. So they're, like, here for the long haul. They're like, we're better than this team. We're going to blow this team out. And, you know, so, yeah, no, they're here. I was just kidding. How? By the way, uh, don't don't apologize. I've been in your predicament before many many times over the years, and it's it's a helpless oh, feeling, man. right? Because you know you can't move, you can't do anything. Yeah, um, for sure. What a statement by Alabama to start off the day, boy! Just just pulling out a big, open up a big old can of whoop on Mississippi State. Yeah, it could have been worse. Honestly, it was garbage time for the entire second half. I mean, it just. They, neither team was like, it was, they're playing like rec ball, honestly. It was, I don't know that Mississippi State was all that interested, or, or maybe Alabama took away their their hopes and dreams, but it uh, it really was not very entertaining to, to watch uh, in the second half. So, uh, I, I you know, talking to some Alabama people, I think they felt like they got the reset that I wondered if they needed uh, through maybe a short stay in Nashville. So maybe they are back. I don't think you can gauge too much about today. But I'll tell you this. Speaking of having to wait through the tunnel, I was at halftime. I was caught in the tunnel as well the other direction. And that Alabama was going back to the locker room. And they came walking by in front of me. Wow. Are they big and long? Holy cow. It's a different perspective uh, when they're you know, when they're there and I know I've stood next to Tennessee's guys and Tennessee has some, some big boys too, but, uh, they're, man, they got a lot of length on that team. They're just, they're just different. They're just young. Who knows what, what they'll be like moving forward. When people listen to this show and they've heard me talk about that many times, I don't think they really understand until, you know, and I'm not, it's not a brag. It's just, you know, when you're fortunate enough to, to be in those spots where most people can't be, Benny, mm-hmm. you're right. It is a different perspective, and and Justin knows. He's heard me talk. I've referenced the you know the UConn team that played Vanderbilt mm-hmm. in Phoenix, Arizona, um, many many years ago, and when Alabama and Syracuse were both there. By the way, 
uh, for right. that region. And I was there covering it for the radio station. And when you see, look, they they were all impressive. But when you see UConn come out and you're sitting courtside and you look at them and you go, holy moly. They, they just look different. Than, I get it. It's basketball. There's tall dudes on basketball teams. But it's a different perspective when you get right up next to them and then some just really stick out. Some teams stick out more than others. That UConn team, and I, I could go on. There's been others, but that's basically mm-hmm. what you just described of us, of what you just witnessed with the Alabama team, right? Yeah, and it's it's a safeguard for them. You know, maybe things aren't going perfectly, but sometimes you get that extra length, and it's not just high, but it's long arms, and it's the combo of them, of both of those things, and and that can be an eraser for you sometimes, even if you have a breakdown defensively or uh, you know don't have a box out. Sometimes that length can overcome that, and that's kind of that's kind of Bama. You know, they there's times where they're not playing real well, especially since the Brandon Miller news. They're they're so talented, sometimes they can overcome it. Now, is there a ceiling? Is that come to an end at some point? Maybe so, um, because there's still the youth on this team. But it, it can certainly be a difference maker. Other shorter teams may not be able to erase some of the things that that, that team can. I realize you probably won't be able to answer this, but since you were in there watching it and witnessing it, uh, I saw where Dominique Welsh went uh, senior guard for Alabama had a collision and uh, looked like he wasn't putting any weight at all on his right leg. Did they say anything about his injury? No, I I was I was there courtside. I saw them uh, help him off the court. He wasn't able to put any weight on that leg. So um, I, I don't know his status, but um, man, Alabama's pretty deep. It, and look, we were kind of wondering honestly, why is Brandon Miller still in this game? You know why? Why are all these guys still in this game for a good part of the second half? But, um, you know, Mississippi State, they could cut it to like 14. So, they, you know, it's just trying to make sure he wins the game. But, um, it, uh, yeah, I, I don't have a specific one. But, uh, man, it's it's cool, though. We, the, I won't be in there, but the media will get, gets to go in the locker room. So there's another intrigue with Alabama. People have asked, so what, what is Alabama doing with Brandon Miller? You know what he's going to get asked about every player is required to talk to the media here's the here's where where i'm guessing the way they're going to do it i'm talking to you guys so i don't know how they're doing it but two players go with a coach in the Mm -hmm. press conference yep and then the locker room is open for everybody else i'm going to guarantee pretty much guarantee that brandon miller is going to be up there with nate oates and then those guys are excluded from the locker room and then that way they can kind of control the questioning in the press conference versus free-for-all uh, in the uh, in the locker room, and it was very loose for Tennessee last night, as you can imagine, and probably everybody else. But that's a little bit different dynamic they're having to manage uh, here at the tournament. Uh, middle came roaring back, but fell short to the one seed Florida Atlantic. Man, sixty eight, sixty five. Had two chances. They did. Just could not get it done. Um, Sorry, yeah, Vince. Just did. watching a couple things that, here in the studio. There. That helps Vandy though, right? Because it's not a steel bid. Right. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a semifinal, <laughs> semifinal game. So, yeah. I mean, right. I guess so. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. Um, Tennessee trying to get revenge here soon. Uh, we all remember the Missouri game in Knoxville, the the buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts? Your early thoughts as we get ready to tip here in about twenty minutes or so, Tennessee and Missouri. 
two things in talking to players and coaches and then obviously watching that game in, in Missouri and Tennessee since then. It's about two things, three-point shooting and turnovers. And I know that sounds simplistic, but Missouri made 18 three-pointers at Thompson Bowling Arena. And when they shoot the three ball well, I think it's over 35%, they win almost every time. When they shoot below 35%, which is usually well under, they lose. And when you look at the games they've lost, they've all been 62, 59, 64, 67. Uh, Tennessee's got to keep this game in the 60s. Missouri has not lost a high-scoring game this year. They haven't lost a game where they've scored in the 70s. And they average 80 points per game. And a lot of it is because they turn teams over a lot. So there's point number two with the turnovers. Tennessee cannot give up those turnovers. Tennessee had 14 last night. It was one of the things they were harping on afterwards, despite the win. we got to cut those down because they know that Missouri not only gets a lot of turnovers, they're one of the best in the country at it, but they turn those into points and easy points that's how they can they can score and so that that those two things are critical for tennessee and take care of the ball on offense and then you got to defend the three-point line smartly look missouri some of those threes they made were kind of ridiculous uh, they were uh, i don't want to say lucky shots but they were contested shots where they were just feeling it and hot uh tennessee's it, you're going to give up some of those but they can't give up the easy looks in addition to that um, it's a different dynamic being in a big arena versus a uh, a conference opponent's home court. So it, it starts with those two things. And then another thing for the postseason that could probably apply here is they need something inside. They need scoring inside. And Olivia Kumwa is the guy that can bring it to them. Had nine points last night, and, and as impressive, he had four assists. So he was distributing from inside. Uh, they they have to have somebody contribute offensively. And then, really, without Zakai Ziegler, they don't have somebody to drive in the lane. Ziegler was by far their, their best and most frequent penetrator. Some of the guys, when they do dribble in a little bit to drive, they, don't, they never go all the way to the basket. And Tennessee has to show that threat to loosen things up for their perimeter shooters. And, look, they made their fair share of threes yesterday, but – that's all Miss. Missouri is going to be better uh, in in that area, and they're going to extend the defense, which is what they did against Tennessee. So uh, the re- the way you do it is to make teams pay inside and be a threat in the paint, and then kick it out and make some of those threes. We'll we'll see how it plays out, but those are a couple of important things for Tennessee. Vince, what's on the line here for Tennessee? When I say that, I don't mean obviously moving on to the next round in the SEC tournament. I'm really talking about the NCAA tournament for them. Uh, If it all comes to an end today, are they a a four seed? Or if they win this game, do they move up to a three seed? Like, where do you see that in your mind? You know, it's interesting because I've kind of thought of them, like after this tournament is over and, you know, going in, I probably, I thought they'd win the first game, maybe lose the second game, or even if you win two and lose one, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, win two and lose one kind of shakes out even. I kind of thought they'd be, you know, a four. But Joe Lenardi has held them strong in the three line, even mm. with the late season loss to Auburn. Uh, last night really shouldn't have moved the needle at all, beating Ole Miss. And, and then today, Missouri's a tournament team, but I, I don't know that they get a massive bump on that. But 
he's he's got them not only as on the three line, but going to the closest possible regional in Greensboro, when there's plenty of teams in the southeast that can send there. So I, I maybe maybe they're valued. They're, the computers like them because of the great wins they have. We've kind of seen some of their flaws, but if, if they're going off of the computers and he's projecting what the the committee will do and utilizing some of those numbers, then maybe they are a three. I tell you what, there's there's an opportunity if they were to win today, even if this doesn't move the needle, you have a chance to do it again tomorrow against Alabama. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, could that get them beating Alabama twice? Could that get them to the two line? Um possibly might depend on what everybody else does. It seems a little ambitious, but it would probably lock him into a three. Um, but somewhere on that three and four, and, and look, just the way it happens, you guys know this, f- to make the geography work, sometimes yeah. they're going to move a team up or down a line just to kind of make the puzzle pieces fit. Yeah, yeah, that that does happen. Unfortunately, it messes with their with their matchup many times right. as well to, with the geography. Uh, you you are a unique person to answer this question, sir, uh, because you have been to a lot of these uh, these tournaments over the years. How is Nashville as a as a host city? We know the the SEC is going to be here for the foreseeable future. It seems like they like it as a fit. Why is this a good fit with the venue and the and the other stuff versus some of the other cities, Atlanta and Tampa? They were also trying to get this. It's great. It's got, it checks all the boxes, right? It's got the facility. It's got the geography. It's got the, uh, the draw of the city with plenty of things to do outside of the actual event. And so now you can get people going to your event and also get people to stay extended periods of time, which certainly benefits uh, everybody in uh, in Nashville, uh, and and the league looks good. I, I think uh, it's complete. Nashville is complete for all sports venues. You're seeing going to see more and more events here, and um, and so uh, you know I guess they they could change a rotation when Oklahoma and Texas are officially in, and I think they're talking about maybe move, mix sort of working in Dallas. Uh, it may be another West spot or two more. That would be the only one that would make sense to me. But uh, maybe it won't be in the rotation quite as often if they redo the schedule of who's hosting championships. And maybe they spread out the the SEC media days more. I mean, we saw mm-hmm. it in in, uh, in Nashville. And maybe they, they do a lot of different things and open it up into rotation. But Nashville will be in the mix for anything the SEC does, in my opinion, moving forward. I had an SEC official tell me years ago, off the record, he didn't want to be named. But he says, you know, truthfully, he said they would prefer as a league, the SEC as a conference, to be in Tampa because they have a theme park, there's more golf. But he says the fans overwhelmingly pick Nashville because of one thing, one thing only events. He said walkability. You could walk right. out of the arena, walk to your hotel, walk to the restaurants versus you really can't do that, especially in Atlanta. And, you know, they said it became harder to do that at some of the other venues. Uh, yeah, and that's a good point. I'll tell you what has been an issue for the league in Nashville. I think why it took them so long to get media days uh, in Nashville. And it's something that I'm sure impacts the, the regular fan that would wants to go to these events is the pricing. Hmm. And 
so the SEC, it, it took them a while before they could, they could negotiate to get those media rates down to where they could do it to where the media would afford to do it because you don't want to hold in a media event and then outprice your media. So they, they were trying to – and look, yeah, we all know what those real. rates are yeah. in, uh, with the hotels and stuff. So um, I'm sure it is incredibly expensive for, for fans. And then you don't want to price your fans out. But, man, the attendance here has been ridiculous. The you know, All the fan bases are represented. And uh, that that's going to be a, a tougher argument against Nashville when people are still coming out to support this event. What's your gut feeling? You think Tennessee gets it done? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I would put it in the gut feeling category <laughs> because I don't have a, that strong of a conviction on it. I mean, I said I filled it on the morning show, and uh, I I said Tennessee. We saw them play well last night, but man, it's a toss up with this team. I, I think just like Alabama would probably make adjustments to Tennessee's physicality if they meet again and probably have more success. I think Tennessee will have adjustments to what Missouri had success with the first time at Thompson Bowling Arena. Uh, I, I don't know that you're beating this team um, twice when you're Missouri because I don't know that Missouri is on that level. Now, I know Kentucky did it, uh, but I, I, think, I think this team is, still has plenty of really good players, and you know, the way Tennessee is – the way they're able to – uh, to uh, have some have toughness but if the game is officiated uh, loosely, um, I, I think it's the Tennessee's advantage. And Missouri's played great, and they they still are very uh, an excellent team. But I just I mean I don't know about gut, hunch, guess, flip of a coin. I mean it's something in that category, I guess. And go to Tennessee, but not like I said, not no, I'm not I'm not running to in my local uh, or any. Uh, wagering outlet to uh, to back that up. Missouri has uh, hit the floor. Tennessee is coming out of the locker room and heading down the tunnel now. So should be a good one. Vinny, appreciate the visit as always, and uh, we'll certainly talk to you on the show on Monday. Yeah, looking forward to these games are coming fast and furious. furious. Uh, we had so many interviews in the locker room yesterday. It's like, all right, outdated now because here we are playing again. But <laughs> yep. <laughs> doing yeah. our best. But good to talk to you guys. I appreciate you. All Thanks, right, that man. is Vince Ferrara, 99-1, the sports animal, covering the SEC basketball tournament and, of course, covering the Vols here in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena. Tennessee and Missouri are both out on the court warming up, and uh, they're going to set the tip here probably in the next – five to ten minutes we'll uh, open it up the rest of the hour 615-844-5600 if you want to get in with us you can do so you're listening to the mcfarland show here on nashville sports radio are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. 
Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanOfRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from TaylorMade. Featuring the Stealth 2 Woods and Irons, the new Stealth 2 Woods combines speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. And the new Stealth HD Irons deliver high launch with draw bias to give you the confidence to expect better shots more often. Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Celebrate the history of our national pastime at the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown. See priceless treasures that'll bring your baseball memories to life. Connect with events that have shaped and changed the game and our country. Our stories to tell, your memories to share. Plan your visit today at baseballhall.org. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. Okay, we got loaded lines. Want to talk to you. Bandy Baseball, so we're the last live show today. Yeah. 4.15 is pregame for Bandy Baseball, 4.30 first pitch. So you got us until 4 o'clock. 615-844-5600. You can watch us every day. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Darren and Justin here with you. Cousin Devlin is alongside, and we've got loaded lines. Let's start things off with Eric. Eric, you're first up. What's up? Hey, can you hear me, guys? Gotcha. Well, something's going on weird. Just happened a minute ago. I thought my phone station dropped. I heard this weird sound on my phone. I don't know what it was, so. 
But um, anyway, guys, the next few days is going to be weird. So the, this time Monday, we're going to know who's in the NCAA tournament and who's out. And a lot of people, I guess Sunday, as we're getting down closer to it, and on Monday, people are going to be comparing resumes of teams of who they think should have got in, who they didn't think should have got in, all that stuff. I don't know what the updated things are, guys, but this is what I heard what the thing was as of this morning. You probably saw it with Lenardi had. He had as his last four in, he had Rutgers, Pittsburgh, Utah State, and Arizona State. Mm-hmm. As his first four out, he had Oklahoma State, Clemson, which that's surprising. They're 23-9, and nine, but he still didn't have them in, Nevada and Wisconsin. And his next four out, he had North Carolina, Vanderbilt, Michigan, and Oregon. Yep. It, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, I, this is just me. I definitely think North Carolina, Michigan, and Oregon, in my opinion, they're out. I think Nevada's out. I kind of would be surprised Wisconsin got but who knows. I'm still the one I'm kind of surprised at is Clemson. But do you notice two other things, guys? According to him, he's got both, I believe, Mississippi State and Arkansas in, which were considered bubble teams, which means the SEC would probably get in eight teams. Now, I don't know if that changes since Mississippi State lost today as bad as they did. Maybe they go back to where they're last four in. But the interesting thing about Mississippi State, they were last four in before uh, Vanderbilt last Saturday, and Joe Lenard still had them last four in. So I don't understand all that. It, it, it is what it is, but we'll see. But, guys, it definitely tells me Vanderbilt has got to beat Kentucky tonight because if they don't, I think they're done for. Yeah. And even and even, if, even if they beat Kentucky and lose the next game, there's still no guarantee – that they're in, I think it would be like 50-50. But I think the chance is a lot better if they can get to the SC Championship game, but we'll see what happens. What it does, Eric, if they they beat Kentucky, it will allow, if they get snubbed, it will allow us on this show, this station, and this market Mm -hmm. to really bellyache and and say, you know, Vanderbilt got hosed. Because, look, they got 20 wins. That would Mm -hmm. be 13 conference wins. And yeah, 20 yeah. on the year, I, yeah. I mean, you got to yeah. be kidding me. And Stackhouse was SEC mm-hmm. co-coach yeah. of the year, yeah. and you get yeah. left right. out? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I agree with you. I'm not saying I don't have problems. problem No, no, with that. I know. I'm just saying yeah, yeah, if, yeah. They, if, they, if they can win tonight, which I don't yeah. know, man. It, tell yeah. me which yeah. Kentucky team is showing up, and yeah. I, can, I can give you a better prediction, but I don't have a clue. What Kentucky yeah. team is going to show up? I'm saying if they are able to beat yeah. Kentucky again yeah. with that resume, yeah. no matter what happens on Saturday yeah. or Sunday, yeah. it'll allow this market to bellyache if they get snubbed. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, but the one thing I, I, I think it's also interesting is going to be Clemson because I think a lot of fans will be upset too if they lose because they're like 23 and nine right now and they're third in their conference. But yeah, but well, who they play? Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at well, what true. was their that's out true. of conference schedule. Was it really, really, really soft? Yeah, that's the thing we argue about. It may have been, and it also may have been the same thing with like Arizona State, because that's another team people have talked about whether or not they deserve to be in or not. Some have said Pitt, so it, 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 it's, it's going to be interesting to see all this stuff. But I will say one thing. One of the things, and I understand the net and all that type of stuff, and I agree with you guys about sometimes that can get ridiculous about how they do net and all this type of stuff. But one of the things that for years bothered me, and it still kind of bothers me, is like, for instance, teams that only have like one, one bid league, they can have fantastic years, but if they get unset in the tournament, then they're basically done, uh, and they don't get no shot. And you've got teams that are either under 500 or have single-digit wins can get on a roll in the tournament, and they'll get the automatic bid. But that's unfortunate with agreed through whether it's right, wrong, or fair. It's it's unfortunate the way it is because I remember a couple years where Belmont got left out. A lot of people were upset about that. In fact, I remember year one year where Dick Vitale was screaming that Belmont got left out. 
the thing of the year, they either were like 25th or 26th or something like that, where they were votes for them to be in the tournament, but they lost in the conference tournament, and they didn't get invited to the NCAA tournament because a lot of people thought their non conference yep. schedule was Well, good. let me tell you, there's an example yep. here right now. Let yep. me tell you, Rick yep. Ensel and MTSU, yep. that ladies' program, if they don't win the conference – yeah. tournament which uh, i think yeah. they will yeah but yeah. if they don't it's not guaranteed mm. at mm. all Mm-mm. and yeah. they absolutely you look at their resume they yeah. deserve an at-large and i don't know if they'll get in i don't know yeah, but especially with a lot of these conferences they're getting large amounts of teams but like i said i think the big 12 will probably get 10 teams the sc it looks like now they'll get eight you've got the uh a big 10 that may get eight or nine teams so it's 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 going to be interesting to see what happens guys uh you know, I would love to see Vanderbilt. I'd be happy for Stackhouse, but unfortunately, it is what it is. And that's one of the reasons that Belmont left, because they wanted to go to a league where it, you get more than one team. I mean, I hated the fact that they left and, and not playing TSU anymore, because I got a lot of connections to both those schools. But it's one of the reasons they left that conference to go to a conference that takes more than uh, one team. And, and under those circumstances, you can't blame them. Yep. Guys, good to talk to you. Thank you, Y'all Eric. take care. And Thank I guess you, I'll talk to you Monday and see yep. what happens. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. 615-844-5600 from Eric to Nate. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Help me understand this. I was watching the Tennessee game yesterday, and what are players doing catching the ball, not necessarily at the top of the key, but outside of the three-point arc, taking one dribble and then taking it up and having to pivot. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? I haven't noticed it myself. You have noticed that yourself? I have not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it, Nate, to be honest. Because, I mean, it just seems like, I mean, it it seems it's probably obvious, you know, how I just said it, but it just, you just put yourself at disadvantage. You bounce the ball once, pick it up, pivot, try to pass it. You can't, and, yeah, it just potentially goes downhill from there. I, I don't know. I just saw that a lot yesterday, and I was like, what are they doing? I think the one thing that really jumped out to me um, is Vanderbilt. Speaking of – this is not – I'm just kind of pivoting from what Nate's okay. Their ball movement yeah. is impressive. I, I I love their their motion. I love their offense. I mean – Going back to Jerry Stack, like this is a byproduct. I, I've been telling everybody my observation. Watch it. Jerry Stackhouse is not a ball roller. He is a coach. Their offense, they have I think, philosophy. is well put yeah. together. Yeah, they have it a philosophy. Really is. They know what they want to do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they're very effective. And and part of that is their motion and their passing. That I just. I like the way the flow of their offense. Yeah, their offense looks better than Tennessee's. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even with Ziegler. A hundred percent. No doubt. But Tennessee also looks better on defense. Yeah. That's why okay. I said if you yeah. could merge well, the two, you'd, you'd have a powerhouse team. team. Yeah. Well, too bad you can, I guess. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think you can do it. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Yep. Y'all have a great weekend, guys. Enjoy Thank the game. you, Nate. Appreciate Thank it. You. Hey, one thing I wanted to bring up very quickly before we move on here is the last time Vanderbilt got into the NCAA tournament uh, was the 2016-2017 uh, season. They lost in the first round, but their record when they got in was 19-15, and 15, and they were 10-8 and 8 in their conference. Now, I know every year is different. And I know the you know because you got different teams who did different things and schedules are different, 
I'm just putting that out there. Last time they got in, um, in the 16-17 uh, season, they were 19-15 and 15 with a 10-8 and 8 record in their conference. Not all seasons are created equal. Yes, very aware. Yep. Let's go to Tony. Tony, you're up next. Welcome in. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm going to tell you what. First of all, Joe Lenardi, he's a punk. Man, why he got to be a punk, wow. though, Tony? Wow. <laughs> I mean, okay. a punk is strong, man. man. Like, he, what did he do? He's going a punk going all of a sudden. Like, man. Whoever made him God of basketball, he's a punk. Oh, you on the Mel Kuiper? I'll tell you who. It's called the Four Letter Network. ESPN. You on that Mel Kuiper? That's who made it. Uh, Oh, I know, I know, I know all that crap. Joe Lenardi's God, basketball God. So, uh, you know what, guys? We've been talking about it for weeks. Well, today is D Day. This is day. Vanderbilt wins tonight. They're in. I'm a firm believer. Uh, I just do. Eric, I know you've crossed over from your NFL uh, guru stuff, and now you're uh, the Eric of basketball. I love it. Uh, the man does his research. So, uh, but uh, and you know what? You were talking, Darren. You were talking about their ball movement. Their ball movement is really quick. It's fast. But then when it hits Studi's hands, I don't care where he's at. He's putting it up. Oh, you and the studio. You, you, hey, nobody ever accused him of being scared. Oh, he, man. Hey, hell no. He was one for nine last night. <laughs> 20 minutes with three rebounds. One for nine. And that's why Stack's setting him more and more. Oh, and, uh Remind me to stay on your good uh, side, Tony, because, you you know, when you don't like somebody, Tony, you really don't like somebody, man. (laughs) You go for it. Well, with me, me, Justin, you get what you get. I don't (laughs) have baseball. I I come out, buddy. I'll let you know what I'm saying. Okay. And uh, some people say, oh, don't call the players out. Well, guess what? They're grown men, too. (laughs) When they sign that contract, they're grown men. Guys, I want to bring two things up. After talking about all the Vanderbilt stuff, number one, Justin, this I is see. right down your alley. You're a man of knowledge. Oh, thank you, Tony. Did you see what the WWE is doing? <laughs> Did I see what the? I try not to pay attention to what the WWE is doing, but <laughs> what are they doing this time, Tony? Darren, the, the WWE. I know Darren hasn't seen anything the WWE is doing. Get that noise. Yeah, that, that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that ain't going to happen. No. I can, pr- I can uh, promise I you thought, that. I thought, how in the world? <laughs> uh, maybe Eric can find out on that. Maybe yeah, it ain't going to happen here. <laughs> Tennessee's attorney general is not playing I will playing say that. this. Uh, my, I have not paid attention to wrestling since I was a kid growing up. And I did. And I used to go. Back in the day, the heyday of the Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, okay, that whole crew, right? Sure. Jimmy Hart, 
There you go. But, the South. Yeah, and I know most of those guys are still doing it. <laughs> some of them. been doing it forever. Some of them are. But I'll tell you a guilty pleasure. Have you guys ever checked out A&E? They do the, the biographies oh, on yeah. the, I've seen the them, WWE yeah. legends. I have actually caught myself hooked on those things. Man, some dark stuff in that. Yeah, that it, it, it shows, shows you the other man. side of it. It does. It does. Yeah, one right. more thing, Tony. And, uh, the, uh, I've got one more thing for you. One more thing is the uh, I did a little research and looking. The Players' Championship this weekend, we were talking about a little bit of golf the other day. Guys, they got a $25 million purse this weekend on the Players' Championship. The mm-hmm. winner will take home $4.5 million, And even all the way down to the top 24, the top 24, that individual will be paid almost, well, I think it's $240-something uh, thousand dollars. That's pretty good little payday they're creating. That's weird. It's like the PGA has raised their, you know, their... Well, does some restructuring huh, with they, the first money? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's not going to all the all the directors and all the... Yeah, is that, isn't that it's weird? It's Some almost like they have... Competition, huh? Yeah, isn't that weird? That's great. Well, I'm gonna leave you guys. Have a great weekend. Tony, you Eric, too. Do some research on that wrestling scripted shows, and let's see what happens. Let's hope Bandy Sunday night is in the thing. They got to take care of business tonight, and they are in the house. I love it. Thank you, Tony. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Tennessee Tony. and Missouri tied at six. Five minutes into that one. We'll take a break. Come back with more of the McFarland Show. We'll do that next. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see. If something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate... For MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. 
Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Welcome to Smashville. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Thursday, March 16th for St. Patrick's Day as your Nashville Predators take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Make sure you purchase the special St. Paddy's Day pack. It's presented by Corner Pub and it's available now at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. The pack includes two tickets to the game, $20 in Nash cash, and $1 lucky one scotch ales at downtown Corner Pub starting at just $129. Let's go Preds! Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For today, with an increasing amounts of sunshine with a high of 56, and it'll be partly cloudy tonight, the low 34. Saturday, time to clouds and sun, high 56. Showers likely Sunday. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. When you picked up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me. That's why every time you go up to a girl's bar, you're just like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one time. Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. My gut feeling right now is the Tennessee-Missouri game will not be an 86-85 final. Yeah. <laughs> it's 12-9, to 9 and they're... They're a little tight. They're almost eight minutes in. They're a little tight. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be 86 There's some pressing going on. I'm going to say if you get to 60, you're probably winning this game. Yeah, that's that's possible. Um, 86-85, it will not be. I've seen a couple of monster dunks by Missouri, um, but that hasn't, you know, hasn't broken Tennessee's spirit at all. And, you know, they continue. Missouri's getting suffocated by this defense from Tennessee, which has been the, the case all year for them. This is what they've been doing. So Tennessee's remaining true to form, and, you know, we'll see if they can – uh, and score enough points here to, to keep their distance from Missouri. They're up three right now with uh, 12.25 to go. First game today in the quarterfinal action at Bridgestone Arena. It was all Alabama. The one seed takes care of business, 72-49 over Mississippi State. Tomorrow they'll be the first game at noon, and they will face the winner of this current one, Tennessee and Missouri. Tonight in the nightcap. By the way, these two games are on ESPN, and then, I don't know if you noticed, but the yes. nightcap games SEC Network. go to SEC Network. That's because ESPN's showing something else yeah, in clearly. their primetime spot, uh, probably you know Big Ten or ACC or something. Or NBA. Or NBA. Every time, I've just, The reason I said this is because I've noticed a lot lately yeah. going no, no, there. You're right. Uh, tonight, it'll be Arkansas and Texas A&M. Of course, Arkansas beat Auburn. Well, they tried to give that one away last night, didn't they? <laughs> they were up 15 late. The next yeah. thing you know, here comes Bruce Pearl, the fighting Bruce Pearls. And didn't they take the lead or they cut, they tied it or they got maybe close. cut it to they, one? I don't think they led. Yeah, it. They, they, they were within a bucket. Yeah. And, but it wasn't enough. And they fall uh, 76 
73. I, I got to be honest. Um, this Auburn team, I, they're they're going the wrong way, and they've been going the wrong way for a good while now. I I just don't yeah. I don't think they're very good. Well, we'll we'll see what the we'll see what the committee thinks. They're going to get in, but they're not very good. I don't. Well, think. if they get in, what do they get in as? Do they get in as a? Are they the nine five seat? twelve? Oh no, no, you're going you're oh. going nine. Okay, yeah, I'm going eight nine. You're matchup. going eight nine. Whoo. Okay. Yeah, those eight nine things can go either way. I mean, I don't know. That gets you anybody I eight just, nine. Maybe I'm being too up, but I just I'm not. I am far from a believer. Yeah. And I think Bruce Pearl is a fantastic coach. Oh, clearly. But and his players play hard, and they've made magical runs. But I don't think the magical run is this year. Yeah, I just don't see it. Yeah. By the way, ESPN decided to go with the Big Twelve tournament tonight. The Big Twelve tonight. Yeah, okay. they, they decided to go Iowa State, Kansas. So Arkansas A and M, and then Vanderbilt, Kentucky in the nightcap. Vanderbilt beat uh, LSU seventy-seven. 68 so I, I tell you what this is and tomorrow will be by the way fantastic if it's alabama tennessee and oh boy let's say a&m and kentucky or vanderbilt man that atmosphere is gonna be gonna be nuts gonna be very electric very electric very electric tomorrow and if kentucky does lose tonight there'll be plenty of tickets available tomorrow um this is true. Because the Kentucky fans are not going to stick around to watch Texas A&M nope. against Vandy or something. Nope. So they're going back to Kentucky or going to a show or whatever. They're not going to play basketball. So if you want tickets to tomorrow's game for you know a good price, you may find somebody in blue downtown and ask them, this is if Kentucky loses tonight, uh, you know, how, how they feeling about life and uh, offer them a couple of dollars. And I am looking for two. So if anybody's got them, let me know. There you go. There you go. DMAC underscore Nash Sports. There you go. Okay. Just saying. Well, my kid, he's all of a sudden, last night, he's last night and this morning. Okay. Badgering me about going to the tournament. I was like, where did this come from? So does he want to go to the tournament or does he want to go see a specific team? No, he wants to go the he wants to go tomorrow. He just wants to go to the tournament, period. Yeah, he wants to go. Okay. Like he's adamant. I was like, dude, like could have given me a heads up. I didn't know you wanted to go this bad. Okay. Right. He is adamant. He saw something that so somebody says something. You know, you never know, never know. So yeah, had a dream. Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he did. No, he's he's into bat. I mean, baseball's his love, but he's into basketball too. So okay. he's he's definitely. But he wants to go tomorrow. So you're right about that. If Kentucky loses tonight, it'd be a whole lot easier to get tickets. Oh yeah. All right, uh, let's step away. We'll come back. Wrap up the first hour. Chris Sanders will begin the second hour. With us, we'll have a good conversation with him. There is some news on the Titans front, but we'll come back. More of the McFarland Show next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. 
The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's a Bill King show. Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? God-forsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Give them a call at 615-844-5600. Tennessee on a 10-3 run right now. Leading Missouri 16-9 midway point of the first half. Chris Sanders, forever Titans wide receiver, will join us to begin the second hour of the program. There is news on the Titans and their center. It looks like Ben Jones has been released. Or is in the process of being released or whatever it's, you know, however they classify it. This is what I'm surprised by. Not that they're releasing him. That he didn't retire? That it's not a retirement Hmm. by Ben Jones. That's what's... Hmm. surprising to me. Well, maybe there's a cap game involved here. 
like maybe maybe you save more money if you release him versus him retiring. I'm not sure how all that works. I'm just suggesting maybe that's maybe that's that plays a part because there's no guarantee that he goes on to play anywhere else. He may very well still retire. Could. Adam Thielen, the fine wide receiver for the Vikings. Yeah, he's not going to retire. He is not, and he's not going to be a Minnesota Vikings receiver, I no, don't believe. No. Uh, he is going to hit the free agency market. Is that somebody the Titans should be looking at? I don't think so, no. Hmm. That's my personal. Okay, well, we can ask a, a former wide receiver coming mm-hmm. up soon. Devin McCourty has decided to hang it up. Man. Will he join his brother Jason on the NFL Network? I thought they have a podcast like everybody else on the planet at this point. Um, so, sure, why not? Uh, 12-year career, three Super Bowls with the Patriots. Not too shabby. No. Broncos are going to release Chase Edmonds, or they have. He's going to save them almost $6 million hmm. against the cap. And the Dolphins, after scratching their head for a little bit, maybe kicking some tires, doing a little window shopping, have decided to pick up the fifth-year option on Tua. So that guarantees that he'll make $23 million in the uh, 2024 season. It's also, it also guarantees he's going to keep playing. There were some thoughts that yep. maybe he wouldn't be coming back. That's right. 16-13, Tennessee over Missouri, about eight and a half minutes to go in the first half. That will do it for our first hour. We'll come back and talk with Chris Sanders. We'll do that next here on the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Dave Packer. California regulators shut down Silicon Valley Bank. It's the nation's 16th largest bank. The FDIC, which insures deposits, has now taken over. ABC's Alexis Christophorus has more on why it collapsed. Here's what happened. The bank failed after customers, mostly tech workers and venture-backed, uh, venture capital-backed companies, began withdrawing their money all at the same time, and that created a run on the bank. Those tech investors have been hit really hard by rising interest rates, and so they were reportedly advised to pull money out of the bank to cover their expenses. Five alleged cartel members in Mexico are now charged with the kidnapping of four Americans last week. In Matamoros, Mexico, two of the Americans were killed. Authorities say the cartel turned them in along with an apology note, but investigators are still trying to verify the note and if they are the suspects involved. Iran and Saudi Arabia have agreed to renew diplomatic relations seven years after they severed ties reportedly brokered with the help of China. This is ABC News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. 
That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Hey guys, it's Zach. Gear up for golf at Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville during their March golf sale. Swing in and stock up on their huge selection of new and gently used golf gear and equipment. During their month-long March golf sale, you save 10% on all gently used golf clubs. They have the trained staff to help you find the perfect set of golf clubs, a golf bag, golf balls, or a travel golf carry bag for the upcoming season. And they will also buy the golf gear you're no longer using. That's right, every day, all day, you can get cash on the spot for your underused golf gear. They also buy baseball, lacrosse, football, soccer, disc golf, plate weight, hockey gear in the treadmill that is transformed into a clothes hanger. If you have gear you no longer use or doesn't fit, trade it in for either cash or for store credit towards your next purchase. And you can trust me, not only am I a spokesperson, but I'm a customer. You can always find me in the golf section over at the Hendersonville store. Check out Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville. Tell them your friend Zach over here at Nashville Sports Radio sent you. That's Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call now at 615-844-5600. Oh, righty then. Now the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour on this Friday afternoon. Darren and Justin here with you. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. By the way, you can watch us. Hello. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Cousin Devlin is alongside as well. Another hour to go. Let's bring in forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders from the Ohio State. Did you ever scream at Floyd Reese to show you the money or your agent? Nah, he told me to give my money back. Told oh. me to get the money back. <laughs> Ooh, that's never good. That's never good. Okay, first of all, before we start the conversation, man, I got a bone to pick with you again. You know, it started off bad already. You called me Blaine Bishop. What? Did I? You you, you at least called me Lance Schultz or Algie Crumpler, somebody like that, but oh. Blaine Bishop? <laughs> Oh my bad! I, I thought I was texting Blaine. Well, was that you? I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm a little taller than Blaine Bishop. I you mean, are. I can still get on. The, I, I can get on the rise at at, at, uh, at, at Disney World. He, he wow! Can. Wow! Remember this, Blaine. If you're listening, <laughs> this is Chris. I'm Sanders kidding, Blaine. Dang. Blaine's my favorite guy. He's the best safety ever at the Titans ever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, that was. You should be in the. You should be in the secondary with Blaine with Jeez. that back paddle. Jeez. Well, I've got a book. Bo- hey. Uh, how about this? I've got a bone to pick with you. What? Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is how we're going to start this. <laughs> so, for everybody out there listening, Chris Sanders went on Fox 17 this week. Oh. Uh, Justin, you told you spilled the beans. Well, I... Listen, you were on the air, okay? Yeah, you're, this, you're, the television... <laughs> the light was on Don't come that says me. on. Like, like, like I'm the one. The red light was on. That means you're on you the air. You were on the air, man. It's recorded. <laughs> so, for everybody who didn't see his head on Fox 17 uh, mornings... Oh, my God. This is what Chris Sanders had to say. 
So what are the what's the likelihood that we lose Derek Henry? Uh, oh, maybe about goodness. a 90% chance. Not really? I mean, see, really? I'm making my heart jump because he's the face of the franchise. He's the best player to ever come at his organization. But we got to understand that he's 29. He's getting older in age. And Carthon wants to build a team like he wants to build. And that's like, like he did with the 49ers. Speechless right now. Well, 20, I mean, yeah, when you say he's 29 and he's old. Yeah, but see, the thing about it is the, the same thing with Eddie George, the situation with Eddie George. Never, everybody thought that Eddie George would never get cut, but all of a sudden mm -hmm. he's playing with the Dallas Cowboys. You're like, what in the Sammy Hill is going on? Him in yeah. a Cowboys I, uniform? I can't imagine like, no. the Titans without Derrick Henry. But, but the same thing with Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson got 2,000 yards. But all of a sudden, he gets cut and he goes to the, the Jets. All right, right now, Chris Sanders, yes. you were a former Titan, so you were giving us some insight. You said earlier, some folks surprised by this, 90% chance that Derrick Henry does get traded. It went up to 92%. Okay. No, no. okay just, <laughs> just, he, he almost just had a stop break. Right. I, 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 just stop it. Stop. You, you went from 90% no. to 92%. And this is after I spoke it, to it, him. This is after I told him about himself. From Justin McFarlane. I told like, him about himself right Chris, there in the room, and he went back on TV with that. Give me your hey. coffee, or is it your gin and juice? Pass me whatever you're drinking, <laughs> and you went out there and said 92%. Hey, no, it's actually 93 right now. I mean, it really <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, it's oh 93. Oh, my I mean, goodness. Hey. I, I'm not trying to cause cut, but we already know it's a business, and I know they're shopping around. I, you know, I, I know I was joking and said it was 92, 93%, but at the end of the day, I mean, if a team comes and say we'll give you a second or third round and give you one next year, it's just a part of the business. And I think the whole situation that's going on, I know when Derrick Henry kind of hears this, I don't think he'll be disappointed because he knows that it's a business because it happened to Eddie George, it happened to Steve McNair, rest his soul, it happened to CJ, it happened to me, it happens to the best, it happened to Derek Mason, it happens to the best, it's just a part of the business. So you really believe Derrick Henry Man. will not be in the backfield this upcoming I, season? I, I really don't think so. And the reason why I say that, and, and I'm not, and I'm saying I'm right, but I, the reason why I kind of think that is because if you look at Carthon, Ray, Rand Carthon, you know, the, the new general manager, Look at the way he built the 49ers. You know, he had three backs. He had McCaffrey, he had Wilson, he had Mitchell. And uh, they combined with, with 13, I think it was 1,493 yards. And you didn't have to pay a lot of money for, for those three guys. But then you have Henry, who's making, I think, I can't remember, I think it's 24 to $25 million a year. I can't remember. But, um, you know, he had 1,500. Uh, Henry? It's, no, he's not making that. He's, he's 14. I'm sorry, is it 14. 14. Okay, $14 million a year. And uh, he's one guy. So the reason why I say that Derrick Henry might not be here next year is because I think they're going to try to build the Carthon way, and I want he wants to put a stamp on this team. That's just my opinion. Well, yeah, it's a, it. it's a pretty strong opinion if you went from 90 to 92% in the same Fox 17 mornings hit. Now it's 94. Now it's 94%. <laughs> so it's more than what you think. You're, you're, you absolutely think he's gone. Uh, I, I, I do. And, and and I hate to say that because the thing about it is, is I'm being careful with this. I know I'm being funny and everything, but, you know, sometimes you can't, like, especially your favorite player, we think with our heart because we're like, how in the world can the Tennessee Titans win without Derrick Henry? He's been in the face of it. He's got 2,000 yards. You know, he's great in the community. He's everything that you want in a player. But at the end of the day, what direction is Mike Vrabel and, and, and Carton and Amy and, and uh, Amy and me Shrunk want to go to? So, I think that that's why I think he's gone because to 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 
be great, sometimes you got to blow things up and start from ground zero, and I think that, that they may do that. Okay, so I've got a question for you. What? Yes, yes, sir. What do you think was the biggest contributing factor to why Rand Carthon is the new Titans general manager? You, ooh, that's that's a great question. I think because he's he's a great communicator. And well, the no, 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 why, no, 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 no. I'm saying I'm asking you. How did he get in this position? What do you think was the end all be all for the guy he replaced, John Robinson? Oh, he's trying. You're trying to get me in trouble. I just think that uh, I, you know. I'm when, just when asking you. When, you what, what do you think? When why do you think John just, got fired, Chris? I think it, it, it was it was a power struggle. I mean, if 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 you look at if you look at it in the draft when they let AJ Brown go, watch Mike Rabel's body language. I mean, he almost punched he almost uh, he almost punched the door because he was so mad. Yeah. and I think that that was that was the key reason why J Rob was gone because there was a uh, there was a power struggle and and when you have two guys that are two you know bulldogs, something's got to give. And I think with with Rand Carthon. I think he's more calm. I think he's willing to listen. And in my opinion, this is just my opinion, I think J-Rob didn't want to listen to everybody else's opinion. He said, I'm going to do it my way okay. or, or the highway. And, okay. I, and I think, I think that's, that's kind of what it is because it's just, it just doesn't make any sense to where, you know, in February you give J-Rob – a new contract to say he's doing everything that you want him to do. Then all of a sudden, after the Philadelphia game, he gets fired. There, there's, there's something in between that makes me believe that there's a power struggle, and that's why Jay Rob was gone. And, and that's fine, I, but we still have middle ground together on this. And yeah, the middle yeah, ground yeah, yeah. is, let's be honest, AJ, the AJ Brown trade is yeah. was the final straw. That was well, yeah, and then. Yeah. It, that game happened, right? And yeah, then that it, was it. Yeah. So yeah, and, and, so you and, think, and, and by it, the way, A.J. Brown was the second most popular player on yeah, the team. Yeah, absolutely. Behind whom? Derrick Henry. Yeah. So you think A.J. Brown, the second most popular player being traded away, cost the GM the job, and the new GM's going to come away, come in and trade away the most popular player on the team? I, I think that, But I think in this situation, this, this is just me now, I think they're basically on the same page in that decision. If you look at Jay Rob and Mike Vrabel, they weren't on the same page, and, I, and I'm going to tell you why. It's because Mike Vrabel said this. He says, as long as I'm the head coach, he, this is talking about A.J. Brown now, he says, as long as I'm the head coach, you're going to be on this team. But then all of a sudden you have you have you have Jay Rob saying, you know what? I'm giving you sixteen million dollars and you can make up to twenty twenty million with incentives. So there's two guys that are not on the same page and that's why it caused a power struggle. Now, let me flip it to, to uh uh Derrick Henry. They may be on the same page, say, you know what? We're we're shopping him around to see what we can get in picks or whatever they need to do. So that's why I think it's a little different between Derrick Henry and AJ Brown. Do you think Rand Carthon and the Titans should have interests? And Adam Thielen is that somebody that would interest you at all? I, I would say no, is because if if you look at you know Thielen, he he's a great possession receiver. We need to get fast. I mean, we don't need no more possession receivers. We got Kyle Phillips, we got Burks that you know can prove itself. But we need somebody to stretch the field. And the guy that I really like in free agent wise is Hardeman or Jacoby Myers. Those guys can flat out get up and go. So you know if we can get somebody with speed. 
I'm not. I, listen, <laughs> I'm tired of seeing a, a 15-yard pass or a 20-yard pass. I want to see some home runs. I want to see a 76-yard pass, an 83-yard pass, and, and, and make those explosive plays that we had when A.J. Brown was here. we got to get faster on the perimeter, and I just think that Thielen is a great possession receiver, one of the best, but I just think that we need some speed on the perimeter. Hmm. The Titans have officially, by the way, they just tweeted that out uh, within a minute, last minute or two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ben Jones, for everything. So saying goodbye <laughs> to Ben Jones. You're out of here. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, look they they may have a almost in a well not almost they may have a brand new yeah. offensive line. Uh, yeah. Next yeah, season, I mean, it's going to be I, a I PL to, uh, and, and that's it. How, how do you yeah. how do you make that work where you're basically bringing in an entire new offensive line? I mean, you're going to have to make it work. I mean, the, the one thing they're definitely going to have to do. They're going to have to get a veteran guy. I mean, because the veteran guy on the team now is who is it? Is it Pete Petit Ferrer? I mean, from Ohio, from the Ohio State University. I mean, he's the one that had the most playing time with all those guys. So you're going to have to get somebody like McClinchy from the 49ers. I don't know how much he's going to want. Orlando Brown from the Chiefs. You're going to have to figure out and get a veteran guy that knows how to do it, like Ben Jones. Ben Jones wasn't the biggest guy, the most physical guy, but he knew exactly what he was doing. They're going to have to bring somebody in here. That that sets the tone. That understand how it is to play offensive line. But if you don't, if you have a whole bunch of young guys that are trying to figure it out, it can be a recipe for disaster. Chris uh, Devin McCourty retired today uh, from the Patriots. He's like seventy, ain't he? Hey, you know, listen, he he played, he played a minute. And the, yeah. the question, and there's a lot of people who think maybe Ben Jones uh, is going to retire, even though he's been released today. There's some people yeah. who think he may not come back. Chris, as somebody who's been around this game a long time and knowing a lot of guys, how do you know when it's time to not come back? Yeah, when you run a, when you when you start at your career and, and you have an afro, and then all of a sudden your hairline goes back. That's when you know it's time to retire. That's when you know. <laughs> You're looking in the mirror like, man, my hair thinning. That's right. you know? <laughs> but, but on a serious note, this is how you know when it's time to retire. is when you get up in the morning and it gets harder and harder. Your mind is telling you I can do it. Your mind is saying I can run a 4-3. Your mind is saying I can take the hits. But physically, you just can't do it. I mean, when, when I knew it was over is when I when I, I got cut from the Titans because I was hurt. I hurt my back. And then I went to Cleveland. I knew it was over when I got timed in a 40 down in Cleveland and I ran a 4-8. I knew. I said, okay, I, 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 I can't do this anymore. Because that was, the, that was one of my prime assets of me playing football is my speed. So my mind was telling me I can run a 4-3. My mind was telling me I can catch a pass. But at the end of the day, physically, I really couldn't do it. Yeah, your mind couldn't do what your what you knew was the right yeah. thing. Your body just wouldn't cooperate, and so at that point, it was it was it was time it was time to go with that. So it really was. So now that the Titans have released uh, their center, and now they're looking for a left tackle and all these mm-hmm. other pieces here, are you more convinced now that this, that this team will stay at eleven and pick an offensive lineman, or are you now more convinced this team will trade down and try to get more selections? 
No, they're they they're gonna have to get an offensive lineman. I mean we get we I know there's a there's a lot of good players, especially a running back and also wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But you got you can you can you can have a great wide receiver, a uh, a great quarterback, but if you don't have the base of your team, the foundation of your team was offensive line, then you're gonna struggle. They have to pick a guy like, you know, Peter Skornarski from North Northwestern, then also Paris Johnson from the Ohio State Ohio State University, that can be the pillar of your of your offensive line because if you go out and get a whole bunch of skilled guys, a great running back a guy from Texas or a guy from, uh, you know, Gibbs from Alabama, you get those guys, but you don't have an offensive line, you, those rookies are going to really struggle because you don't have the foundation, which is the offensive line. you got to build that first. Chris, you are uniquely situated to answer this question. I'm trying yes. to figure out what I think about Jalen Hyde from Tennessee. Clearly he's mm. got all the physical attributes. My, my issue, this is my internal conflict, is that Tennessee runs this hurry-up, confuse offense and a lot of the touchdowns and the big plays we've seen from him a lot of it was blown coverage because of the way that Tennessee and that's not Jalen Hyatt's fault and not to say he hasn't made big plays in one-on-one up against guys I'm not trying to say that at all I'm just trying to say that there's a lot of plays where he was wide open okay and and, and running away from people and and that's fantastic how can um, the the scouts and the GMs evaluate guys when they play in wide open offenses versus an offense yeah. that runs the ball a little bit more is more run dominated here. How does that play into where you're drafted or what teams think about yeah. you? I, what I would do is because I, I love to watch receivers. I like to watch them on film. The one thing that Hyatt has. He has speed. I mean, he runs a 4-3. Yes, probably does. in his individual. He's probably going to run a 4-2. But here's the thing that the reason why I would stay with him, stay away from him a little bit is is he really did get press coverage. And when you start to get to the second level, you got to learn how to get the guy off the spot, lie with your eyes, chest over knees, all those things that he really didn't have to do. And I agree with you 100%. He was running wide open because it was blown coverages. And I'm going to say this in a respectful way, but he kind of reminds me of a guy that got – I can't remember what year he got drafted, but Tyrone Calico. Tyrone Calico mm. was a fast guy. He can run. He can stretch the field. Big, but when it came to – Big, yeah, big, ginormous. Yes, sir. Yes, everything, all the intangibles. But when it came to getting off the press, when it came to have chest over your knees or, or, or getting a guy off the spot, all those things, he struggled and he couldn't do it. So that's why he didn't last in the league. But when you get a guy like a Zay Flowers from Boston College or you know Jordan Addison from USC, guys like that that understand how to get off the press, understand what coverages are, understand how to you know, you know know set the guy up at the line of scrimmage, then now I'll take a chance. But with Hyatt, I would if he dropped down to the second round, that's where I'll take the chance on him because he's still raw. Finish up with this. What do you think yeah. about today's athlete that uses, you know, social media as kind of oh, a negotiating it. tool? Like <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the new trend is like you get mad at your org- the organization, <laughs> yeah, your employer, and you scrub yeah. yourself on social media like you don't exist, <laughs> yeah. right? With them, right. like right. Jeffrey Simmons has done this, and yeah. we know AJ Brown like did, Kyler Murray did it. With the this is the new thing that athletes do, yeah. right? Like I'm yeah. mad at you, so I'm taking down all my pictures <laughs> and my profile that I exist with you. What yeah. What do you think about that? I, I don't like it. It's just a new form of I'm pouting. That's basically, that's basically what, it, what it is. Is I'm basically pounding. I got my lip poked out because it's not going out where I want. And 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 I'm, and, and I'm saying this too. He deserves his money, but but 
do it the right way because what what you're doing, this is out of character of Simmons. And the reason why I say it's out of character because last year when he wanted a new contract, he showed up to practice, yep. but he kept all his stuff. He kept all his stuff on there. Yep. But then now you get to this year. Now it's like I'm taking all my stuff down and I'm I'm shutting down Instagram. I'm shutting down Twitter and I'm shutting down Facebook. Why is that? It's because basically you're saying this. I'm going to pout a little bit so I can get my way. And that's exactly what's happening. It's kind of like playing basketball on the court. When somebody makes you mad, I'm taking my ball. I mean, you, you, you just don't want to do that. Handle it the right way. If they sign you, they sign you. If they don't, they don't. Because at the end of the day, um, uh, Darren, he's going to get his money. He might get it here. He might get it somewhere else. But do it the right way. But don't just get on social media and say, I'm mad at you and take down all your stuff. Come on. Yeah, I I agree. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't also, like it. also, by the way, he showed he earned his stripes with it. Not that they, they needed this, but right. you, you just gave a great example. He showed up to camp. He wasn't participating, but he was there. So he wasn't <laughs> it was a holdout, right? He was just kind of a holdout no. from being on the practice field. He wasn't right. a holdout. Then he played hurt. He talked about yep. that after the season, yep. right? Like how much he was getting right. shot up. What He played through pain. Yep. So that tells the organization a lot. That's doing things the right way. Lamar Jackson Absolutely. did the other thing, Chris. He's like, you oh, guys yeah. haven't paid me. You haven't given See. me a new contract. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm just shutting it down. I'm not going to play. See. Like See. I'm done. I, I, I just don't agree with it. I mean, I agree with you 100% what you're saying. is, I just don't agree how they're doing it. That's why social media is a good thing and social media is a bad thing. And, and when you start to use it, and, and I'm not saying they're actually doing this, but when you're using it to be selfish, then that's when I I I kind of disagree with it. If I'm, if I'm a Simmons or I'm a Lamar Jackson, I'm going to the general manager. I'm going to Ray Carthon and say, listen, I want to be a Titan. I want to be here. I love it here. My family loves it here. Let's get this done. Let's don't fight in the media and have media wars like A.J. Brown did. Uh, you know, last year, let's be grown men. What we got to do is we got to tell our emotions to shut up, tell all that stuff that's going on to shut up, and let's go in this meeting room and let's knock this out, me and you, Imano, Imano, and let's get a deal done. I got to be honest. I've known you since you were a player, since you were with the Titans. We were doing radio uh -huh. shows when you were the Titans, and you were absolutely Mr. Sunshine, rainbows and ponies and unicorns and cotton candy and the glass is half full and man you have totally turned into get off my lawn old man and i love it i freaking love it i can't believe it now your your glass is like half empty like i don't even know who you are anymore this is so no. weird you are like get man, off I'm... my lawn guy which makes me no. proud no, I've been eating my spinach. I mean, I turned. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I always want to be respectful to everybody because I respect everybody, everybody's game. But you know, if 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 I'm going to do this, I have to tell the truth in a respectful way. That's okay. all. Okay. I'm going to be right. very respectful. Chris Sanders, he's all but, grown up. He's all grown up. But man. Uh, but I'm still mad at you for calling me Lance Shelters, though. I'm kind of pretty. I haven't Lance used Shelters, that one yet, but that's a good one. Man, and then you, then you then you said, then you said Algie Crumpler. I mean, I called you John Belushi. <laughs> you did man. call me John Belushi. And then and then I call uh, Justin. I called him uh, Rock. What? Or, or, or uh, Uncle Phil. <laughs> I mean, I could have called you that's Andre Wolfolk. That's messed up. Oh, 
Just don't call me Seal the singer or like Gary Coleman or somebody. Just, I'm a little prettier than that. <laughs> Chris, appreciate it as always. Have a great weekend. Man, always. Hey, you guys take care. Thank you. All, All right. right. That is Chris Sanders, Forever Titans wide receiver. Good stuff. All right. We'll come back. Tennessee up 28 27, 29 27. Free throw made, 28 seconds to go in the first half. More of the McFarland show next. What happens to your decision making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-785-9132. Welcome to Smashville. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Thursday, March 16th for St. Patrick's Day as your Nashville Predators take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Make sure you purchase the special St. Patty's Day pack. It's presented by Corner Pub and it's available now at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. The pack includes two tickets to the game, $20 in Nash cash, and $1 lucky one scotch ales at downtown Corner Pub starting at just $129. Let's go Preds. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. I bought a piano for Grace, okay, when she was like 12 years old, and she was really good. Uh, Just to get the piano out of the house, uh, and I couldn't sell it, do you know who I gave it to? Kelly Holcomb. Did you really? For his his daughter, who's now uh, the leading scorer at Lipscomb Women's Basketball. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. 
sports fans. In case you missed any part of the McFarland Show, log on to WNSR.com for all the McFarland Show replays and archives. What is it? 3330? I think so, yes. I think they hit a three-pointer at the buzzer here. I'm watching it go. Yep, they did. 3330. Tennessee with the lead at halftime. Tennessee also has a 29-13 at rebounding mm. uh, edge on Missouri. Boy, and they're only up three. <laughs> with that kind of rebounding edge. Yeah. They're only up three. That's not a great sign. Uh, Nate asked us about the ejection of Josiah Jordan James. Well, I don't see. Well, obviously, we're trying to do a show and yeah, watch and do an interview and watch, and I, I don't, I don't see anywhere where he's been ejected. We're not watching the game as much as we are occasionally looking up at the game uh, here in the studio. I saw um, him on the sidelines. Looks like he was in foul trouble, yeah. but I don't. See where he's been ejected. Apparently, so. he got a technical earlier in the game, uh, is what it would seem. And then, uh, you know, there was some some talk about whether or not a flagrant may have turned into an ejection or something. But either way it goes, it, it seems like he's still in the game. Tennessee's up by three. So we'll, you know, second half to come. Titans have made a big signing. I don't know if you've seen this. They've made an, they've made a signing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who, who, what have they done? They have given Morgan Cox an extension. Morgan Cox. Yep. A one-year extension. Big time. How Big about that? time. Um, what does he do? Ran. He's a long snapper. <laughs> long snapper. Yes, I know. Uh, Ran has been hard at work. Long snapper gets a year. Listen, he was a good long he snapper. Was. He was. Pro bowler. He you was. Know, you know. He was good. Yeah. I mean, good good player, good piece. Got to have a piece. I'll sell some tickets. I mean, well, I tell you what, he may not sell tickets, but he's the kind of guy that people will stop buying tickets if it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> you know, if you got long snaps going awry, now that that'll that'll get you, that'll lose you some games. We talked about Ben Jones has been released. He failed the physical. Mike Vrabel put out a statement. On behalf of the organization, I want to thank Ben mm. for his time here with the Titans. He embodied a lot of the qualities we talk about when we describe a Titans player. He was a great teammate. His toughness was off the charts, and he has a leadership quality that was uh, earned through the relationships he built and the dedication to the game he showed to his teammates. Now, that was a John Robinson signing, right? Yes, and that 2016. Was one of his better ones, to mm-hmm. be honest. Yes, free from agency the signing from, yeah, the Texans. from the Texans. Yeah, came over center, played a played a lot of great, important games. Really was helping to rebuild uh, that offensive line. Was you know obviously the center, very important position there on that line. I have been seeing a lot of tweets from Taylor Lewan out in Vegas. I don't know if you've been seeing. Oh this. yeah, oh yeah. Out there doing stuff with the UFC Whatever. and Dana White. Whatever. Does it sound like a guy who's, uh, you know, getting geared up for a new team, well, new contract? Know, it's, it, listen, could he be pounding away? At, you know, is he still maybe he's still rehabbing. You know, 
So we're not ready for, for to True. turn it on okay. like that yet, you know? Because, you know, it's a six-month, you know, six, eight-month, you know, rehab or whatever. So maybe it's not, not, not time to do that yet. I mean, I know everybody gets, again, I've said it many times. I know it just takes one desperate, just one team to get desperate. Be like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. I just, I just don't see anybody giving him a contract that will make him want to come back and do this again. And get, you know, his body right I mean, and get past all this stuff. I just don't see it. I, I, I you know, I've been pretty consistent. I, sure. I just think he's going to retire. I just, but, you know, again, it only takes one desperate it team. It takes just one somebody who feel like, you know, we need to sign this guy for PR or for whatever. Whatever. I mean, who knows well, the motivation? Him for, what what it's going to take to get him back out on the field it ain't going to be for PR. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have to give him a good chunk of change. It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Would not be the first time. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're up next. Welcome in. All right. Uh, well, the Tennessee player, he got a technical. Uh, Missouri actually was called for over and back, and a Missouri player went ahead and shot it and Jones just put his hand right in his face. So they reviewed it and gave him a T. So they gave him I don't a think T. He a... He's not been ejected. Okay. No. As far as I know, no. Well, I haven't seen hey, uh, anything, so that makes sense. Hey, Justin, when I was in uh, Minnesota, had a A.J. Hilton sighting. <laughs> yes, sir. He's up there at the uh, CBS <laughs> affiliate. Yes, sir. Yes, he is. Hey, um, as far as all these uh, all the experts, Lenardi and Palm, I some some of it, and I've I've done some research myself. I think I told you the other day. I looked at Mississippi State's out of conference schedule, and they do have two good wins: Marquette and TCU in the Big Twelve Challenge, which Vanderbilt was not invited to go to. But other than that, their whole schedule is Mississippi Valley State and Texas A and M Corpus Christi. And look at Van. I went back and looked at Vanderbilt. They played. They played. You look at the teams they played. Like four or five of them won their conference between St. Mary's. VCU, Moorhead State, who they blew out. So the whole, the whole having 21, 22, 23 wins, that that's out the window. I think they pretty much did away with that years ago. When I think Florida used to always schedule cupcakes. So hopefully they'll look at the big picture. We do need a good win tonight. Would be help a lot. But um, I, I don't know why why they're so in love with Mississippi State. They look terrible today. Well, those two wins that you talked about are pretty darn good wins. <laughs> and well, Vanderbilt, had a win. Van, Vanderbilt had a good win over Pittsburgh. And, I mean, these two, two wins, you're not – what, what place did they finish in the SEC? They tied for ninth. Yeah. And so did Arkansas. Vanderbilt yeah. tied for fourth. Yeah. No, I I, so, I, I don't – look, they've changed this a lot mm-hmm. over the years, and so I, I, I'm still trying to get used to – what they're looking at now, um, net rankings and all this stuff, and I, well, and they're and Lenardi's in love with the Mountain West, but Utah State and Nevada. I looked at their they they played one ranked team all year. They played they played San Diego State. Uh, one of, I tell you, but one of them did play, I think Kansas State. But other than that, they they played nobody. They didn't go out of conference to play a Power Five school. So what makes that conference so great? Because San Diego State's in it. I, I don't get that. Yeah, i i don't I don't get it on a lot of them either. The bottom line is, they got to take care of business tonight. We all know it. Yeah, yeah. they got to win. I, I, I was and I was cheering. I was cheering against 
if MTSU were to win today, that would have that would have cost that would have been one spot because you know Florida Atlantic is going to make it regardless. So and and MTSU just missed pulling off the upset there. So, yeah, I, I anyway. guess that's what. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, now that I think of, that was brought up earlier in the show. That, mm-hmm. That's a good point because you're right. Florida Atlantic's getting in no matter what, so they're going to get in at large. Right, just like if East Carolina would have upset Houston today, Houston's getting in. Yep, right. So, hey, uh, last thing I got. Uh, Nashville is a great host for the SEC tournament. I don't know why they did Tampa last year. Great host. I heard on another station yesterday that. About Nashville getting everything. Maybe we'll get the football championship, the SEC offices. And they also mentioned the baseball tournament. I strongly disagree with that. Hoover does a great job with the baseball tournament. Hoover went out of their way. SEC said, you got to do this. you got to have an indoor facility. you got to have practice fields. you got to add more RV park. And they did it. It's a great setup down there. So I hope, hope it never moves from there. Well, I don't know where they would play here because of what you said, the parameters that you have to have, I don't know what what where they would where would they host that? Where where would they do that to accommodate what they need to pull off that tournament? I, I don't I don't see it here that, currently. They they would try to play at the sounds and sound I mean, the sounds that make the sounds be out of town for two or three weeks though. That's what used to happen in Omaha with the World Series. That's why they finally got their own stadium out there. Right. There's right. There's people don't realize there's two ballparks out there in Omaha. Yeah. 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 I, I don't see it. I just don't see it here. Uh, that one I would agree with you. I'd push back. I I don't see the the full, the other stuff. I mean, I, look, I think the SEC offices will be here pretty soon. Nashville's going to be their hub, but they'll probably keep the baseball tournament in Hoover. All right, and you're going out to Omaha this year with your team. I am. Can't wait. Can't wait. That'll be quite a trip. I've actually a couple times I went out there. I took my umpire uniform and umpired some umpired some games out there. Did you so, umpire have, Slump Buster? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. they had like they had tons of tournaments. Going they do. On. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, I hope it is there. It is there. Like Super Bowl. Like it's like a three week window, and it, it is Omaha's biggest three weeks in the entire calendar year. Those three weeks in June. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully the Commodores will be there. You can go watch. Them. Oh man, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. R- real quick, why the SEC would go to Tampa, as Mike just mentioned, he said he didn't know why they would go to Tampa. Uh, there's there's three things, real quick. Uh, Bush Gardens in, in Tampa is a big incentive for a lot of the, the, the conference, their families, and things like that, where they go, the fans as well. Uh, the golfing, as I mentioned before, you know, they've got golf courses and beaches and things like that. Also, Today's high in Nashville is beautiful day. It's 52. It's 80 degrees currently in Tampa. So if, if you're wondering why would they go to Tampa, I'm not saying Tampa's better than Nashville. I'm not trying to start nothing. I'm just answering the question. Well, it, but that's fine. But they just don't, they don't draw like they do here. The, uh, again, it is about the fans. I'm, I'm, not, mean, trying, I'm not trying. I'm not trying. The you fans, know, I got you. They don't. They just don't draw. Look, I've gone to other SEC tournaments. Yeah. I went to Georgia Dome. Many, 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 many times over the years. That was a joke. But, you know, they did it in the Dome, and so they could get more more people attended than anywhere else. I get yeah. that. But it was a horrible basketball atmosphere. I've been in New Orleans to the Superdome mm-hmm. and seen the SEC tournament there. Same thing. Yeah. You're playing in a football stadium. Yeah. It just doesn't have the same feel to it. Uh, I haven't been to Tampa. I haven't been to Emily Arena. 
for the SEC basketball tournament. Listen, and I know they changed it, but there was a reason why the Didn't NFL— Did they go to St. Louis one year, I too? think so. There's a reason why the NFL held the Pro Bowl in Hawaii for years, and it wasn't for audience attendance. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was, I, I it was a vacation yeah. for the players and for the NFL corporate executives and, their, and all the Kings horse and, horsemen and men yeah. who wanted to go out to Honolulu for a week. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Still think it's a bad idea. Yeah. Got you. <laughs> as long as we understand each other, I'm just trying well, to say. Well, it really doesn't matter because <laughs> no. we know they're locked in here they're for a long here. time. They're locked in. Let's go to Dr. Detroit. Dee, what's up? Hey, Governor. How are you today? Good. Good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't figure out that Tampa deal either. I mean, I mean, we're, we're, we've been hitting grand slams from the NHL All-Star to the NFL Draft and uh, get NASCAR. Uh, awards. I mean, God, I'm eating it up. I'm so proud of this city. So proud of this city uh, of what we've accomplished and and gotten. Uh, the the only thing is, like I've mentioned before, I think we talked about this, Darren. I can't remember, but uh, so that they have went ahead and proved for the new Titan Stadium. But I would I would like if there's still talk. Has there been recent talks? Yeah, yeah. About so MLB? let's. About what? MLB. MLB. No. Oh, no. Yeah. No. No, No, there is not. I'm sorry. No. Well, then I'll, I'll just drop that. Uh, but a subject I will bring up, and I, I, I just still can't get over, uh, uh, Mr. Chase, I'm getting off track. I'm going NASCAR. Chase Elliott, the most popular driver, uh, son of Bill Elliott, you're going to take a chance and jeopardize all your sponsorship and go snowboarding, and look what happened to him. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, really? What was he thinking? I mean, your corporate, I mean, I, I just, I don't get it. I mean, I know they have very little time before they have to start testing and all that stuff. I don't think they even get two, two and a half months break off, but you couldn't have done that during your two and a half month break? I mean, he's not my favorite driver. And I'm complaining about it. It's yeah. just, it's it's poor sportsmanship. It's it's not being a good figure, you know, to any kids or anybody else that are Chase Elliott fans. It just blows my mind. But anyway, enough that. Uh, uh, go Vanderbilt. Uh, let let's hope for another. I can, you know, me being Dr. Detroit, I am a Louisville Cardinal. I cannot stand the the Ashley Judd's Kentucky Blues, but. Anyway, uh, go Vandy, and I uh, hope we have a good outcome this weekend. Yeah, Thanks. should be fun. Thank you, Dee Dee. See you, guys. Let's do this. Let's uh, let's step away. We'll come back, take a quick break, come back. More of the McFarland Show here on Nashville Sports Radio. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. There's a weekend in July where the baseball world revolves around a village in upstate New York. Baseball Hall of Fame induction weekend in Cooperstown is an unforgettable experience filled with family-friendly activities and priceless moments. Make your plans today for July 21st through the 24th for the induction of Fred McGriff and Scott Rowland as the class of 2023. Visit BaseballHall.org today for the entire schedule. See you in Cooperstown, where the journey becomes legend. I'm here at the Big Game headquarters. Total Wine & More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. If you were going to hire Tim Kelly, you, they've been done for over a month. I mean, well, that would have already been done. This is where you scoured the ends of the earth and you just went in-house because if you look at the OCs, they've been coming from within on Mike Rabel's staff. What happened? Oh, what happened? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There could be a lot of different things that happen. I'm not uh, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Rolling along on this Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. You know, going off what D.D. said about Chase Elliott. Yeah. I, I get One, I'm shocked that's not in his contract that he can even do that. He, like has, a a lot non, of, he has a non-injury waiver. A non-injury waiver. Yeah, that's that's in his contract here. Um, and what what does that mean? It, it, it means, from from what I've from what I gather here, and I'm just now learning about myself. Really, from what I gather, it, it would seem it would allow him to do things outside hmm. of the uh, outside of NASCAR that could bring him injury without uh, penalty from hmm. his sponsors or from NASCAR. Wow, I might want to rethink that contract. I mean, maybe it's a little too late now, but for those who missed it, um, Chase Elliott went snowboarding and broke his leg. He had surgery. He'll be out for six weeks. This is according to NASCAR.com. Like, can't get any more official than that. 
It is amazing to do that during the season. I know their season is long and they don't get much time off, but golly. Yeah, so they're looking for a substitute driver mm. for the next six weeks. Uh, they've identified a couple of guys that are going to give a shot here. Tennessee, Missouri nodded up at 39, about three minutes in to the second half. 39, 39. So mm. if people haven't been looking at the teams who have already punched their ticket in, I've got that list. Okay. We've got the automatic bids here. Yep. So Kennesaw State has won the uh, ASUN. Okay. They're in. Look at them. Montana State is your big sky champ. There you go. They're in. UNC Asheville is the winner of the Big South. Okay. College of Charleston. Ah. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're in. Not their first time. Not their first time. Northern Kentucky from the Horizon League, as we know. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. That was what, Darren Horn, right? Was yes. that Darren Horn? That's, yes. <clears throat> Let's see. Drake is in from the Missouri Valley. Also not their first time. Nope. Fairly Dickinson is in because, by default, Merrimack, uh, Merrimack is not eligible hmm. from the Northeast Conference. Hmm. We know Southeast Missouri State won the OVC, which was a surprise. Yes. Colgate is in in the Patriot League. Also not their first time. Nope. Furman in from the Southern. Yeah. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. Is in the Southland Conference. They're in. Oral Roberts is in Summit mm-hmm. League. Louisiana, the Sun Belt. Yep. Gonzaga. Usual suspects. Yep. Gonzaga from the West Coast. D- Darren, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. And you know, we both have been watching the tournament now for decades. Do you think it's important that new blood gets in here every now and again because the teams, ninety percent of the teams you just named get these automatic bids, it feels like all the time. So, you know, is it healthy to get some guys you've never heard of, you know, in here, even if it's a blowout game, even if they get blown out by Duke or whoever in the first round, is it healthy to get somebody in, you know, like like Georgia State had that good run, uh, whatever it was, a couple years ago. Yep. And, you know, haven't seen them since and, you know, don't know anything. You know. But that was that was neat to see – because you know, Georgia State's not in every year, so that that was kind of cool. Uh, I just feel like it's a lot of the same the same players that just reshuffle the lineup. I don't I don't think so. I mean, you think about it. There's been don't forget the Loyola Chicago. I mean, yeah. Final Four, yeah. Sister Jean. Yeah, that's, but that's but no. but they actually ended up. You know, they ended up coming back. I mean, they it was yeah, a one off. Yeah. They did it for a couple of years. Yeah. You had Florida Gulf Coast. Got their guy, yeah, the USC yeah. job from that from that run. From the run, yeah. Okay. You had George Mason go to the Final Four. I remember that. I mean, oh, that was a while ago. That's yeah. probably, what, 20 years ago? At least 15. Well, 15, yeah. 15 years ago, something like that. I'm just saying, we, we've had them, we've had cool runs. We've had the, you know, the teams, uh, you know, Kent. Well. Kent State has it, made, made their run. They don't even have to make runs. It's just seeing something like when MTSU made their run mm-hmm. a couple years ago. That was really well, they, neat to watch. And I they know just it's a won local a game. team. <laughs> they well, won a game. It was a huge upset. Yeah. 
massive. But even for that, you I'm know, I'm talking just about the actual game. runs. Oh, oh, oh not okay, like right. just a one-off upset win. Okay, well, like an actual run to the Elite Eight or Final Four. Okay, you're talking about the run or, run. or Sweet Sixteen. I mean, you know, yeah. When you get to the Sweet Sixteen, that's you know. Oh yeah, no, you, you won at least two games there. Yeah, so that's a big deal. Kind of establish yourself. And then sometimes it's Sweet Sixteen from Dayton. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, that's happened, too. With the playing games. VCU. Yeah. When everybody told him, you don't belong. Yeah. Butler did it. You don't belong. Don't forget Butler. Oh, man. Butler went all the way to the national championship game. And, the, and got their coach millions of dollars. Uh, yeah, he's well, got him an NBA job. Yeah. For a long time. Yes. Now a front office job. Yes. All right, uh, let's step away and come back and wrap up the Friday edition and the week of the McFarland Show next. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. 
Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. And I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. The McFarland Show, streaming live from inside the Strike and Spare studios. Here's Darren and Justin. Well, it looks like Tennessee and Missouri are just going to battle back and forth. Hmm. Should be a good game. 14 and a half to go on that one. Tied at 44. Yeah. Missouri has not gone away. No, they're not. Missouri they're not is uh, very interested in winning this basketball game. Very much so. And now they lead. Yeah. After Alabama got the action started today, uh, just whooping up on Mississippi State. They beat down Mississippi State, mm-hmm. cruised to their victory. And, of course, they will sit and await the winner of this game, and that will start the action tomorrow mm-hmm. at Bridgestone Arena mm-hmm. for the SEC tournament. Tonight, it'll be Texas A&M and Arkansas to get the nightcap going. And then it'll be Vanderbilt and Kentucky. So that game will probably be, I don't know, probably tip around 8.30, probably. Around. 8.30. Depending. Nashville time. Yeah, you're right. Depends on what happens. Listen, this game go to overtime and, you know. Be a little late night basketball. Pushes everything back. 46-46 right now. Last night, the Predators were in Arizona, and they fell to the Coyotes. Is this a bad loss, Darren? And I say that with the state that the team is now in, after all the trades and everything that's happened, clearly, according to the records and all the numbers, uh, Arizona is not supposed to be as good as the Predators. Is this a bad loss? Well, they didn't play well, They're, and they just, they probably got what they deserved, right? Roman Yossi, the captain, said afterwards, the, half, the first half of the game, they were just not good. Yeah. They were offensively challenged last night. Believe it or not, as bad as the Coyotes are, they've actually been good in Mullet Arena. By the way, 4,600, I think, was the attendance. Well, it it's like a, slow, it's like a college atmosphere. It sounds low, but that's about all they can hold. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, but... The point is, they've been good there, believe it or not. That's where they have been good. Okay. So I guess they've liked that raucous atmosphere. They've been playing good there of late, too. They've been beating up on teams. They beat up on St. Louis the previous home game before so the, the Preds. The so. loss is not as bad as it seems. Well, it's, look, it's bad whenever you need wins. Yeah. Yeah, you got to beat Arizona, but it didn't happen. All right, enjoy your weekend. Man, we are going to have so much to digest on Monday. That'll do it for us. We'll see you on Monday starting at 2. On air and online, sports radio.